Ditch the fairy tale, princess. It's time to step outside the status quo and blaze your own trail. The path littered with setbacks, successes, and newfound passions. Why? Because when you break away from the script, you start to pursue a life by choice. One that is all yours. Live unscripted and rewrite your life. My girls, we're back for another episode. I, I think we need a name for these shows. Um, so I'm going to leave it to you two girls to figure out what we could call them because I'll say something obnoxious and totally inappropriate. So you two are way classier than me. Um, so I'll leave it up to you guys to name the episode. But I hope you enjoyed the last episode of us three just chatting about like identity shifts and the things that we've worked through. I know we've talked a little bit about boundaries. And today we want to chat with you about what it looks like to use your the power of your voice to grow your personal brand through authenticity and through really just showing up as like the truest version of yourself. Uh, so girls, welcome back to the show. Hi. 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 Um, it's so funny because we, we talk all the time about being authentic and keeping it real. And I think that's a lot easier said than done when you're with your friends than it is when you show up on social media. And I think, uh, well, with the exception of Nubia, she just is that all the time on social. And I remember you always telling me that people would ask you, are you always this happy? I mean, it's to the point where she would drive to work in the morning uh, when we used to train at the gym in the morning, like 5 a.m. She was singing a song and dancing. And, you know, some people are just not morning people. So I imagine it was those people that are like, bitch, are you really this happy? Or is this, are you just fake on social media? And I wanted to like, when you told me that, I want to be like, no, do you want to like review? Like you really are that person all the time. That's so funny. My boyfriend even meets people and they'll be like, oh, you're dating that like fitness model girl. Like when we first started dating like five years ago. And he's like, yeah, they're like, I just have to ask you, is she really like that? And he's like, really like what? And, and they're like, is she really that like, like she's just happy and like, is she like that when she wakes up and he's like, she's like that all day. Like she's really like that all day. I didn't know that that was weird. I was just being myself. So I'm just like, good morning. Like, damn, if you're not a morning person and you open my page, please don't because you're going to be like, Jesus Christ, turn it down. You are a lot. But yeah, that's funny. That's the thing. And that, and that's like, we'll dive into this because I think you and I share a funny story. Um, one time you called me out at, at work one day when we were talking about like showing up when I was trying to move from the space of being a hairdresser to stepping into the coaching space. And, you know, it's so fun when your friends can like shine the light on how you're being, but then also when you can recognize, like, there's a reason why I'm being this way on social media. And this is the true version of myself right now. You too, Vanessa, like you show up and you talk about things that are like, in the moment important to you or like an aha of like something that you know like if I don't share it right now like the same energy and passion is not going to come through if I try to talk about it later in this perfectly curated makeup hair done on version of myself like it's just not going to land the same and so I think that's one thing that hits on social media people want to see like a real version of you sharing something and I think the three of us have done wonders in training ourselves to show up as an authentic version of ourselves. And what I was referring to with Nubia is like when I was first putting myself out on social media, talking about the things that were going on uh, with the beauty industry, they were coming across very frustrated and agitated. And as my friend who was always so upbeat and always saw me excited and stuff in the morning, she was like, you're coming across like a little angry and frustrated. And I remember thinking, oh no, I don't, I don't want to seem like that. But then at the end of the day, I realized, well, fuck I am. And so is my entire industry. And so what I'm saying and how I'm saying is resonating. 
And it was the first time that I started to speak into what would then become my business. And so that's where I learned through the power of having a conversation with somebody to try to work on that, that they were like, oh, she noticed that because A, she's your friend and she's just calling attention to it. But B, she's not your ideal client anymore. She's not in the beauty industry. She's not equally angry. So she doesn't really understand where you're coming from. If you do want to speak to those other people who are angry and frustrated and you want to help them, then keep speaking to them and know that she doesn't have to resonate with your stuff anymore. And for me, who is like a recovering people pleaser, I was like, oh, I can just own my truth and be my authentic self. And the people who don't want to listen to me anymore will just go away. And they were like, yeah, that's how social media works. And I was like, no, but I thought it's where you post your Starbucks sandwich and your coffee and you only talk about happy things. And they were like, oh yeah, you could just like kick that to the side. Cause no, if you want to have an online business, like you have to be your true authentic self. So what are some ways that you guys have learned to like maneuver through the power of social media, but also just like how you've learned to show up as your true authentic self without really like putting those boundaries on yourself. My kind of journey started with really sharing my story when I lived in Hawaii and my ex-boyfriend and I were doing real estate and we were challenged within our community to start posting videos. And, and it was such a great way because when most people aren't comfortable on video and, but if you want to build a business and connect to customers, you have, you know, you have to relate to them and you have to share your story. Um, that's, so that's how I got started. And then I started sharing my healing journey and I started just sharing. Um, I started posting pictures of me when I was skinny and doing drugs when people all told me how good I looked and then transitioning into being in Hawaii and not drinking, not doing drugs, eating, exercising, And just, I remember doing that post and people were like, wow, that's the realest post that I've ever seen from you. Sharing that vulnerable post of the, you know, drugs and alcohol and, and no one had ever known that I did that. No one, you would not know that that was ever a lifestyle that I lived. And so people were just like, thank you for sharing that story. And now I had just became relatable And I could help people through my own story, help people who are really going through the same situation. And that's why we share our story, right? So we can help and we can encourage and inspire other people who might be struggling through the same thing. And if you're trying to have your hair done all the time and makeup and trying to be perfect on social media, well, that's not relatable. And really, that's probably going to make some people uncomfortable. And you're going to be missing out on your ideal customers, if you have a business, or maybe your next best friend. Couldn't agree more. I mean, when, when I finally accepted that I could totally fully show up as myself and and show all the little parts of me, it definitely made showing up on social media so much easier. And it's interesting because we have to remember, like the majority of people just look on social media, like they're just there to consume. They're not even there to engage. They're not even there to like create relationships or friendships. Like people just want to look. It's like watching TV. Nothing's required of you to sit there and watch TV. And I think so many people use social media as a way to numb out or to sometimes find inspiration and and, and all of that. But it's it's definitely a numbing tool. And if they can get stopped in their tracks by a story of a real person sharing something real that's going on with them in the moment, like we were talking about before, I think they can see themselves in that person. Therefore, they want to connect with that person, right? If you're so far removed from someone else's reality, they're not going to connect with you. And I think it's great to be aspirational 
But I also think it's so much more powerful and vulnerable to be like really relatable and truly connect with somebody on, on a story. Um, cause even if someone didn't do drugs or didn't do that, you sharing a story of vulnerability, that alone is going to be the connection piece. And I think a lot of people feel like they have to have these gnarly stories of where they were to where they are now. And if they don't have this crazy, like transformation story, um, then they have nothing to share. And I just, I think I sat in that a little bit for a while because I'd been to so many personal development events. We met at, you know, one of Lori Harder's bliss project events and I used to think like I'll never be able to step on stage and speak because all of these women who have these great stories have some crazy ass trauma that they share and they have these gnarly stories of like overcoming. And I'm like, well, I had a pretty okay life, I guess, because my life didn't suck enough. Like I'm never going to be a great motivational speaker, you know? And, and I thought to myself, well, no, how lucky am I that I was raised to only focus on the positive stuff? Because if you really pull back, we can pick apart our lives to the point of creating traumatic events and stories all around things that happen. I mean, all the way to like someone cutting you off on the freeway and almost killing you, right? Like you can turn any story into crazy if you want. Um, and it was, it was, that took me a long time to see that like, I don't have to quote unquote trauma bond, but that I could still share relatable stories that were real and in real time, you know, like struggling being a new mom or you sharing like where you were at to where you're at now. Like that's all powerful. Um, I know Nubia, you've shared a lot of stuff on social too, of connecting with people. Have you found that to be true? Like the more real and authentic you are, the, the deeper connections you actually get in, in your DMS. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like I found my voice and like my authenticity goes off of how I personally feel like I'm not trying to be fake online. Like I, I, that doesn't feel good. I feel terrible inside if I'm pretending to be something I'm not. Um, and I, I didn't know that you felt that way with your story, Jess. I kind of felt that way too when I jumped into the online space and I started getting into coaching more and like listening to other people versus just myself. Um, I started being like, maybe I'm not relatable online. Like, Maybe I am too happy and I, I am too positive and this like pox, uh, toxic positivity thing. Is that me? Because personally, like I just don't focus on like negative things. I just learn to move past them quickly. So I just make a decision fast enough to be like, I'm hurt. I'm sad. This is terrible. But how can I move past this? What did I learn from this? And I, it doesn't last very long for me, but it's something that I've I've learned and trained myself to be that way. So when I got, when I just, when I started selling online, I guess, and not just being Nubia and being myself, it got really hard. And I felt like I had to be what they, whoever they is, wanted me to be instead of just being myself. And when I made sure and stepped back into my own power to be more, just be me, no matter what, it was, it felt good again. So for me, using my power, being authentic is just speaking whatever I feel like speaking on that feels true to who Nubia is at that moment, because that feels the best when I'm trying to be anything other than me. And sometimes I am, you know, I, I will speak a little bit more emotionally or I will speak something I, you know, an experience I went through or it doesn't have to be so trauma based. Like, I don't really like connecting on negativity anyways. Like, we don't need to be close friends for you to understand, like, that I understand you and I get you, you know? Like, we don't have to share a traumatic story or a secret or a, a, a negativity in order for us to be good friends or for you to connect with me. If you want to connect with me because of that dark shit that I went through, 
I don't even want to go back to that. I already worked through it, but I will share it to inspire others and know like, no, life is not perfect. Like just because we make it look that way, it's not perfect. Like we go through our own things too. It's, it's difficult. You choose to create this happy space for yourself. But I do find when I share deeper stories, people do want to come in and connect with you. But sometimes I felt like the people that were connecting with me were, it was really heavy. And I didn't necessarily vibe with that. And I had to check myself and be like, why am I getting like more like heavy people versus the awesome, positive, alpha, go-getter women like I did before? So it was interesting as I was changing the way I spoke online, how the people that would come in, I would see the difference and be like, huh, interesting. I never got those kind of people before. But it also, like Vanessa said, you also can create really deep friendships on there too, where I actually have, and it's kind of nice, but it's because we overcame something, but you connect in the, in the place of power versus trauma. Love that. Yeah, I experienced that um, a few times with in different events that I was at, where, which they were very trauma-based sharing events, where I thought I was going for something else, and then that ended up being my experience. And, you know, often we think our experience is the, the only experience, and everyone else maybe had a different experience. But luckily, I've been able to have conversations of people who were in similar rooms. And, you know, it's just a matter of protecting your own, you know, well-being, if that's where you're at, then, you know, seek what you need. But if, if you're at a place where you want to connect on the power point, like you just said, then, then acknowledge that and seek that out and make sure that you're connecting with different humans who are lighting you up and who are giving you that little bit of push. Um, and, and to think that, you know, we'd love to hear if there's something we say on social that resonates with you, or there's a takeaway that you ever hear in an episode, like sharing that with somebody or sharing that with us, uh, it means the world because yes, I think the podcast for me is one of selfishness to be able to have awesome conversations with people. But then also it's a place where I hope that somebody gets to connect on a higher level that they maybe otherwise wouldn't get to hear somewhere else. You know, I think having three women come together and share is far different than the majority of podcasters out there. It's 80% men run podcasts. And I think having these vulnerable conversations in a three-way type of situation, um, it just feels really good because we can get to the depths of things a little bit more than one person's perspective, right? Learning how people overcame whatever they went through, right? Not living there. It's like, okay, you went through that. Well, how did you overcome it? Like, how did you get through it? And then sharing that, and then moving on, just like Nubia was saying, like, feel it, feel sad, feel angry. Like these emotions, they're valid, they're normal, but we can't sit there because there's no solutions there. Then you're not going to be able to move past it. I love hearing this. I love the storytelling. I love that. Like, even I'm still learning things about what you guys are saying where I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like, I like these conversations. Like you were there before, like the storytelling is beautiful, but it's like, you're not sitting there in it. You're just like, man, you're powerful. You, you overcame that. That's crazy. Like, it's like living in that inspiration of someone versus, oh, she did that too. Like, I want to connect with that. It's like, no, come and ask me how you can get past this. I'm not living there. Yeah. And figure out how I'm living today. Like, dang, you're, you're that person right now. Like, oh, I want to, I want to, you know, be able to be like that or, you know, where are you 
to be like that. Right. Right. That's huge. And I love, I love that. I love watching the story of the overcoming and seeing people grow and evolve. That's a beautiful thing. And being around people that inspire you to do that is beautiful. I mean, even our friendships, like we're all very, we're in different phases of our lives, but we're all evolving. So we're, we can, and we've all been each other's identity. So it's really fun to connect and be like, interesting. Like, I love watching you grow. Like, you know, Vanessa being a new mom and just stepping in and like really owning your voice. It's a beautiful thing as your friend to like witness. I love that. So I, it's beautiful to be around people that inspire you to continue to grow and evolve despite what you've been through or how hard something may have been. That is a beautiful space to be in also. So yeah, having a podcast is amazing because these are real raw conversations. So if Jess didn't start this podcast, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So go Jess, that's you. Okay, shut up. <laughs> podcast. Um, start your I, know, I love podcast. it. I, like I said, I selfishly started this podcast because I, I wanted to be able to open up the invitation to have more deep and meaningful conversations. And you know, the majority of people I have on as guests want to just serve and they want to inspire and they want to spread some good stuff. And so, you know, focusing all these conversations on, you know, how you went from here to there and the perspective shifts that different guests can share is, is such a, such a, you know, joy for me to get to learn. But then also as the student, I'm always the student, I'm just here to be the facilitator of like awesome information. And if I can create a conversation where, you know, you listening can take something away, right. If that's that one sentence you needed to hear or that one, like, Oh my God, I wish I had friends like these two girls because I really need that kind of support in my life. It's maybe time that you start looking for them or call them into your life. You know, this, this doesn't happen by uh, default. This happens from massive intention. Um, so let's talk about how we created this friendship, because I feel like that's kind of important. If people want to know how they get from there to here, like, we all met separately and then came together. And then somewhere there was almost like this unspoken uh, bond of like, okay, that's it. And circle close. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I, I can't really explain it. it. Does anyone else have a better, like, I mean, I'm, I have no words. I have a podcast, but I am not always articulate. I want to hear your perspective, V. You know, anytime I, and I think it's usually maybe Nubia asked me this question. She's like, oh, great when we set up a date with the three of us, um, oh, great, who else is going to be there? And I'm like, nobody. <laughs> it's just us. Because one other person can come in and that one person can completely change the vibe, you know? And so, like, you know, we have said during our conversation of that we're pretty real and raw with each other. Like, there's no no fakeness. We don't, no one's worried about, Oh, I'm do I, can I say this? I might hurt her feelings. Right. And so if someone's, we're not like that with someone else, we're still friends with them. You know, we have a great relationship with them, but it's maybe not be as deep or real or raw. Um, that person can't come in because it's going to change the whole vibe of this, of our friendship. Um, and I, I think the, the meeting of the three of us, it's been like that from the very beginning and forming relationships as an adult isn't always easy um, because where do you meet people outside of school or a bar, right? As an adult. And so I think, you know, we've only been friends for the past, what, two or three years, me, 
with you guys. Yeah, I think it's been like three years now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Nubia? Ask the question again so I can get there mentally because I was listening. <laughs> no, I was just saying like if someone's listening and they're they're wondering like, man, I could really use some supportive girlfriends. Like how do I go about finding some new friends that I could have this type of deep, meaningful connection with? Mine always goes back to you have to want it personally. You, you, I know for me, I wanted, I like, I made a lot of good friendships when I was younger and, and I have a lot of acquaintances, but my close friends circle that actually like know deep things in my life. Like I can call you if something intense was happening and you would help me, um, is very small, you know? So, and I don't open up to everyone. Like I'm not like, you know, as far as like deep connections. So going back to the question, I feel like you personally have to want it. And you personally have to be vulnerable enough and real with yourself in order to allow other people to see you. And if you're not, they're not going to be deep connections, right? It's like we all have a lot of acquaintances, a lot of surface-based friendships that they they may think they know you. But um, I feel like our friendship group, I made a commitment to myself and I was like, I really want to have deep, close friendships in San Diego. I want people that are into the same things that I'm into as far as like evolution goes, personal development. Like I feel so fortunate and lucky that I get to go have lunch dates with my girlfriend and her daughter. And then I also get to have dates where Jess, you, you're like, Hey, I want to come. You want to go to yoga together? I'm like, God, I love that. Before it was like, you want to go to the club? And I mean, don't get me wrong. I still like shaking my booty and I'm down to go dance. And, but like, you have to personally decide like what kind of friendships you want to have if you want to grow or whatever you want. I made a commitment to myself. Like I really want to deepen my friendship with my girlfriends. And I started making more of an effort to make sure that those, that this friendship would grow. So when we get together, I make sure to be present. I do want to be involved in your life. So I make sure that I'm available for things. And I'm, I feel like I'm really good at that. Like, I, I love being a really good friend for anyone. If I'm your friend, like, I want to be a good friend because I think all of our time is very valuable. So how you spend it, it's reciprocated for me. Like, I want to be there with you and experience this beautiful life together, whether it's a lunch date, whether it's a yoga thing, whether it's talking business, whether it's talking about your relationship, whatever it may be. Um, so for me, like, I feel like this, these, this friendship grew when I wanted it to, when I finally decided and committed to, I want real friendships, deep friendships, not just dinner dates. I want to actually like hang out and be like, I mean, I don't even think we go out to dinner anymore. We just go to Vanessa's house, (laughs) you know? So it's really, I love that we do lunch dates now. Yeah. But it's for me, I made a commitment um, to be like, I, I want this friendship to grow. I want these friendships to grow. I really love them as people on their own. I want them in my life. I'm going to make a commitment to this. And I started inviting it in and here you girls are. I love how you said, like, if you want these things, you actually have to embody them, right? It's like, if you want this 100 character man for, you know, you do the list I'm sure everybody has written out the list of the man that they wanted, but like, are you those things? Right. Like if you want these types of relationships and these female friends and you look at these other women like, wow, I'd really love to be their friend. Are you that person? Like, that's really important. Like, would they want to be your friend? That was huge for me. And I could tell 
I could tell I was like, yeah. Like I even would tell my boyfriend, I'm like, I love how my friendship's growing with my with Vanessa and Jessica. I would say it all the time. And that's real. Like I, I really wanted that. And it's really neat for it to start flourishing now. And look at we're on a podcast together. Like that's so cool. <laughs> well, so I guess we would say step one, if you're listening and you don't feel like you have like your squad, um, because I think sometimes as you ebb and flow and you change, and if you listen to our last episode where we talked about identity shifts, sometimes you realize an identity that you were once in, those friends can't come with you to the new places you want to go. And that's really hard to let go of like past versions of yourself that you're trying to either remove yourself from or move away from. Um, And, you know, like Nubia said, time is the one thing that you can't get back. And when you can focus and be present with people, it is the biggest gift that you can give them. We can get more money. We can get more, lot of things, but time you can't get back. And, you know, if you're a parent or if you have animals, like, you know, that like time is fleeting, but at the end of the day, I guess step one is just really committing. Like, how do you want to show up in a relationship, a friendship? And what are you willing to put, put in? in order to like kind of seek that back, but then committing to creating time and being present when you are with those people. I mean, there were many times where I had a, that specific group of people I would reach out to that I knew were down to go out, right? They were the, the fun friends. They weren't the friends I called for the deep conversations or the to help me work through something. Um, people kind of get, got put in boxes over the years. And I realized like, that's okay. There's a place for everybody. And I guess you could still call those people your friends. A lot of times, some of those other your family. Um, but when you get to a certain age in life, right, your 30s, your 40s, like you, you only have so much extra time. And if you're going to commit it into relationships like female friendships, um, kind of setting out the standard of like, what does this friendship look like? And, you know, Vanessa is one of the best ones in this group to hold us accountable for what we say we're going to do at a time frame, right? She's like, nope, you said today we're talking at 1230. It's 1230 or nothing, bitch. And I was like, you're right. You're right. I had to call the other lady. I said, you're moving my appointment. We're getting on the call today. And and same with when you say you're going to do something, it's like really committing and showing up and doing the things you say, right? Not canceling, not rescheduling, not, not respecting other people's times. I think that's one of the things we just, it's an underlying understood thing in this group is like, we respect each other's time. Um, and I think, busy. yeah, no, absolutely. We all know that we're busy. And so, you know, we do, but Jessica, you respect yourself and you respect your time. And Nubia, you respect yourself and you respect your time. Therefore, you're going to respect other people's time. People who don't respect their own time or respect themselves will not respect yours, right? That's huge. I think embodying, like you mentioned earlier, like that is true. You have to, you personally just watch the way people live. If they don't respect themselves, they're not going to respect you. You can't expect someone to give you something that they do not give themselves. So it's getting deep. So it's like, if you want like love from some, like, like if you go relationship wise, if you want love from someone that doesn't give it to themselves, they cannot love you. But if you love yourself in a specific way, you're naturally going to attract those people. So yeah, that's huge. It's like, if we all respect our time, it's all valuable. No one's time is more valuable than the other. If you can't make it, it's a respectable conversation. It's not, um, yeah, there's that we all uphold with each other because we value each other, our own time, as well as others. Yeah. So what are some good rules to like kind of put in play if someone's trying to develop like a closer friendship with, let's just say one person to begin with, rather than like trying to find two new friends. What, what are some advice pieces we can give somebody who's like, 
I really want to have what they have. And I really want to connect with people on a deeper level. Like how can I start to show up in order to like attract those people? Um, I would say ask questions. Stop talking about yourself. (laughs) Um, Asking questions makes the other person feel heard and you're showing genuine interest in them, you know, and really people love talking about themselves. So if you can ask deeper questions about just, just be interested, just be interested in them. Um, That would be my number one. Ask good questions and then keep asking questions when they answer. Don't come up with a relatable story, even though that's a way to connect, but just ask another question and ask another question. And the better questions you ask, the better answers you're going to get in return. And then ask them, oh, I would love to share. I have a story like that. Can I share with you? I would say be yourself, whatever that is. If you like to drink and do drugs and that's the kind of people you want to chat, be that person. If you want to be real and raw and deep, be real raw and deep. If you want to be bold and say shit, fuck, cock balls all the time, just be yourself. Whatever that is, whatever that version of you is, be yourself because the people that are meant to be in your life when you're yourself will naturally stay because you're not faking who you are. You Don't fake who you are. Just be whoever you are at that specific moment. And the people that love you for you just being you will stay. Yeah. And the more questions you ask, like Vanessa was saying, the more you can get to understand if that is somebody you actually want to spend time with too. Because a lot of times we paint these pictures of who we think people are without actually getting to know them. Like how many, you know, relationships have you gotten? Like, like, um, you know, romantic relationships have you gotten in with somebody thinking that they're somebody else because you've painted them to be this version, right? Maybe they're attractive or they work a certain job. So therefore they must be xyz and you've made up the story and then when they let you down or they don't live up to your expectations that you've made up in your head you're disappointed um and i think sometimes we can get disappointed from friendships uh one last thing i wanted to touch on because i feel like as we've all you know grown older and gone through different things some of us have realized certain friends don't fit into that anymore and as much as we have our three-way friendship here i know you each individually have other friends besides me though i choose to not (laughs) acknowledge them I know that there are people who were probably once your friend that are not your friends anymore, if you will, or not as close with you as they used to be. What does that kind of transition look like when you're kind of growing and and rediscovering this new identity? Have you had to work through like letting different friends go or separating yourself from people that you know are maybe no longer giving you what you need? I don't think it's them no longer giving me what I need. I have to watch how I phrase things because it doesn't feel right for me. So it's not like they're not giving me what I need. I just outgrew it. Like I have just, I, I. Let me give you an example for me saying it like that. Cause even as I said that, that <laughs> didn't feel super authentic. But I'll give you context for what, what I mean. So I just said, when you leave people who are not giving you what you need, an example for me would be, I felt like in a past friendship that I had, I couldn't come and share my wins. I felt like anytime I said anything overly positive, it felt like I was bragging. So therefore, when I quote unquote, wasn't getting what I needed, I wasn't able to show up fully as myself without feeling guilty and bad for bringing something cool to the table. I felt like, oh, you're just showing off. Oh, you're just this, that, whatever. Because I could feel the energy anytime I would share something like that. So therefore, I realized like, if I can't fully be myself, then she, I guess, quote unquote, isn't giving me what I need, but also I'm not getting what I need. 
which is a supportive person who's going to cheer me on whether I'm drowning or, you know, and help save me, or they're going to cheer me because my wins are so big, maybe bigger than theirs at that moment, um, that they can still be happy for me, even if they're not experiencing that win. So that's kind of where that, I guess, right. And that makes sense. Like from your perspective, like that all that, that can make sense to me. For me, when I process that, I go off of like myself, like I can only speak from the eye. So for me, I just feel like when I have to let something go, I just outgrew it. Like I may have, I may have enjoyed that friendship when I was that Nubia, but I'm not that Nubia anymore, you know? So what that looks like, it's, it's an acceptance. You just accept the fact that, oh my God, I used to really like that. I don't like it anymore. And you'll try it on for size. And you're like, oh my God, that just doesn't feel right anymore. Right? Like I used to really like them or that conversation or that friendship. But again, that just doesn't serve my future self. So, huh, interesting. And you just have to accept it and let it go. If your shoe, if the shoe doesn't fit anymore, stop trying to put that same shoe back on. So, um, yeah. So for me, it's like how, how I, I just I have to go off of how I feel. I'm not a I'm not a people pleaser. I care about people's feelings, but personally, I've never really been like a a people pleaser. So um, I'm not like, ugh, they're not they're not doing. Not that you're saying this, but I'm just saying for me, like I'm not like, uh, they're not it for me anymore. I'm just like, I always put it on myself. Put it that way. I always blame me. So I'm like, huh. Why don't I like that anymore? Interesting. I guess they're just not for me anymore. But I know what feels good. So this this other friendship may feel good now for the version I am now versus the past version I was. Does that all make sense? That was like a lot of a mess, but <laughs> that was a lot. I'm sure anybody listening is thinking of a friendship they had maybe for a really long time that they've outgrown those conversations, right? We all have people we grew up with that this is quote unquote how we did things or this is who I am. You know, we all have used that phrase. Well, this is just who I am. So take it or leave it. Right. And so I always take that for context, like literally verbatim, like if that's who you are, that's fine. Like I'm never trying to change anybody. Like you'll never catch me haggling prices with somebody if they do work for me or if they operate a certain way. I'm never like, oh, could you please come in on your day off? I'm like, that's what you okay? That's not going to work for me. So I'm going to find somebody else who can fit my budget or who can make time for me. I look at friendships the same way. You know, if we can't share our wins together, then I need to go find a, a company that can, like a, a, a company of women who want to be celebratory and who want to uplift, who can hold you when you're having a shitty day, but shift the perspective. And that's what you guys do for me. Um, and so to actively become aware that those are what you things that you need, you can seek to fill those, those kind of like spaces in your life. Um, but like you said before, Nubia, like embodying, like, who are you trying to be? And Vanessa, how are you being? If you're trying to seek out that when other people are sharing their wins with you, are you genuinely happy with them? Um, or do you want to flip it and make it about you? Like, well, I would have that too, but you know, what happened was, and I just, this card wasn't dealt my way. So, you know, we all could come up with excuses out of our ass, like no problem. Excuses are the easiest thing to blame shit on. Um, but you know, when you can surround yourself with people who choose happiness and choose to see the bright side of things or who choose to hold that space of you like, yeah, that does suck. I'm really sorry that happened to you. But hey, how about, you know, have you looked at it from this point of view? Um, I think that's something that you have to decide that you want to look at things from that lens versus the other way. And yeah, those conversations felt good back in the day when we could come together and commiserate that friend of, of mine 
Um, that was my favorite thing. But then I started to notice that the only time I wanted to call was when I had something to talk shit about. And so I would find reasons to like connect over the shit versus the other stuff, because I knew that's how we could, could bond. And so I had to come to terms with letting that whole friendship go because I didn't want it to be based on that anymore. You outgrew it. That's all you just outgrew that friendship and it was no longer for you. It wasn't them. It was you. You just outgrew that friendship and wanted something different. And please, can you just brag all the time and share your wins? That's inspo. I'm down. <laughs> Even if I'm, if I, for me, if like I'm down and someone's like sharing and inspiring, I'm like, oh, thank God. My current situation is not my forever. Please get me out of this. Like, you know, so yeah. Well, and that's such a better way to connect with someone instead of calling them and talking shit. Right. I, I recently, this was a few months ago, went and saw a girlfriend that I haven't seen in a few years. And she was talking shit about some situation. And I was sitting there and I was like, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> it doesn't feel good anymore. I was like, yeah. And I, and I just really felt like I'm cool if I don't see them again. You know? It's just, we're just very, I'm in a much different place, not better or, or worse. I mean, I am in a better place. You know, I, I connect with people on a much higher level now. Like, I don't want to come and have a friendship that's based around talking about other people, right? Like, well, what are you doing? Like, what's going on with your life? Like, what are you creating in your business? What's going on in your personal, like with your husband, whatever. Still being able to come to each other when there's a problem so you can hopefully get a solution on how to move through it. Um, and not shrinking yourself because if you are into personal development and fitness and wanting to, to evolve to higher levels, you, if you want to hang out with people that you've been friends with for so long and they're not on that path, you will have to shrink. You will yourself. feel like you're bragging. Yeah, you will. And you know, yourself, and what? And because you might make them feel uncomfortable. Sorry, not my problem. It is not my problem to, that you're uncomfortable. It's not. Well, when you when you come from a place of wanting to bring everybody with you, it does feel like your problem. It feels like a very heavy burden to bring because you're like, I now know better. Like, hey, you know, let me show you the way. And you can only stretch your arm back so far. If people don't want to come with you, they don't want to come with you. And I think I, you can't unlearn the door is open. You can come, but I'm not going to stay there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard in the beginning, Amen. for sure. It's uncomfortable and it's sad, right? Because you're like, oh my God, we've had so many great times together. You know, you miss them and it's okay to miss them. You're going to miss them. It's okay to miss like past things in your life. Um, but if you want to go a certain way and you want to have more meaningful, more fulfilling friendships um you're just you're gonna have to I feel like you have on. yeah I feel like you have Bye. to listen to your your body tells you you know like like even when you were I'm assuming just in that situation when you're like I feel like I'm bragging you don't feel like you're bragging when you share w with the people that are right for you you're like this is so fun I just want to keep telling you about all the great things that I'm doing like you can tell the difference so for whoever is listening, like pay attention to your body and how you feel when you're around certain people and go to what feels good, not to what feels not good, not to what feels bad. For, you'll know it's that simple. 
you'll know if it feels good or if it feels bad. And if it feels good and it's a little uncomfortable, it's because it's stretching you to become and go to that place. Go there where you're going to be stretched and inspired and it's uncomfortable because that place, it's your body is telling you to go there, right? So if it's telling you it's bad, it's time to let it go. Like how long do you want to feel bad for? Yeah. You know, that acceptance is difficult, like Vanessa said at the beginning, but once you do it and once you learn, like once you learn that, oh, it, these are real friendships. These, this is what I've been missing out on. This is what they meant. You'll no longer go back to those past friendships that don't make you feel good because you know better. And you can't un you can't unlearn what you've already learned, this new way of being. You're like, I love these friendships. This is what I like. This is me. I could talk about personal development all day long. Like, let's talk about being better. In what what topic are we picking? Business, wife, kids, mom, sister, friend, daughter. Let's pick one. And saying no gets easier. And it gets easy. Like you will have eventually you will have no problem saying no to whatever it is. Totally. No, I love that. Okay. So many more good conversations coming your way. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation that we wanted to share with you. I think it's so important to get real and honest with yourself around what it is that you need and what season you're in. And if you need to actively get into rooms that you haven't maybe been invited to yet, Vanessa and I both stepped out of our box and bought a ticket to an all women's personal development event from Lori Harder years ago. That's where we connected first. And sometimes if you don't have the things that you need, you have to go actively seek them. And so hopefully this podcast can be your first lifeline to a couple of girlfriends here. You can always lean on our conversations and our stories and hit us up in the DM. Uh, I'm trying to convince these two to do a live in-person event at San Diego, which we probably will eventually, and you will definitely be invited. So if you loved any part of this conversation, please let us know, share it on social media, tag your friend, send it to a girlfriend, maybe send it to a girlfriend that you want to develop a friendship with so that you can start to connect and bond on a level that is maybe a little bit more uh, in depth than what you've been experiencing, because the sooner you realize what it is that you want, the sooner you can embody it and bring it into your life. So sending you so much love girls. Thanks for this conversation. It was so good. And such a reminder of how good we have it and that we get to create this beautiful life together. Uh, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of unscripted. Bye. Bye. Which one of your girls needs to hear this one? Send this to someone who could use a smile, some encouragement, and a little love from this edgy podcast host. Much thanks and all the love.